Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers, and we're going to talk to you about all things Hillsdale College Sports. Jake, let's start with some tennis. All right, starting off with men's tennis. The Hillsdale College men's tennis team was pushed hard by the University of Finley, but emerged with a 9-0 victory Sunday at the Beerman Center. The win makes the Chargers 12-6 overall and 8-0 at the end of the GMAC season. Hillsdale's the 2018 regular season champions in the conference and will enter next week's conference tournament as the number one seed. This is the first conference regular season championship in school history for the sport of men's tennis. Hillsdale earned quick wins at number one and number two doubles with Charlie Adams and Justin Hyman winning 8-1 in the first flight. Dugan Delp and John Sarasi earned an 8-0 win at number two doubles, but things got much closer from there. Julian Clowett and Milan Murkovic had to battle to win 8-7 at number 3 doubles, giving Hillsdale the 3-0 lead entering singles play. Three of the six singles matches needed a third set, but in each case, Hillsdale's players stepped up at crunch time to deliver victories. Michael Zabo won his match at number 6 singles, 6-1-5-7-10-4. Justin Hyman played two dead-even sets, winning 7-6 and losing 6-7 before rallying for a 10-5 win in the third set of his number 3 singles matchup. Adams was also tested, winning 6-3, 6-7, at number 2 singles. Murkovic won 6-0, 6-2 at number 1 singles, while Delp, honored before the match on senior day, was a 6-4-6-1 winner at number four singles. Well, just like the men's tennis team, the Hillsdale College women's tennis team finished off a perfect conference season Sunday with an 8-1 win over the University of Finley. The Chargers are the 2018 GMAC Conference regular season champions and will also enter next week's conference tournament as the number one seed. This is Hillsdale's first regular season conference championship since 1983 and second in school history. The Chargers got there with a dominating regular season. Every match against an opponent has nine individual matches, or 63 total GMAC matches. In those 63 individual matches, Hillsdale, a team with no seniors, was 61-2. and 61-2 out of 63 matches. Sunday's regular season finale didn't come without some tests provided by the Oilers. Finley was victorious in the number one doubles, but the Chargers took the rest, highlighted by 8-1 victories by both number two and number three doubles. Katie Bell and Corinne Prost won at number two doubles while Cameron Matthews and Madeline Bissett won their number three doubles match. Bissett and Matthews both pitched 6-0, 6-0 shutouts in their single matches in the number six and five flights. Junior Hallie Hyman rallied back impressively after losing the first set to a post 2-6, 6-1, and 10-4 win at number one singles. Freshman Hannah Simpinu was 6-1, 6-1 winner at number two singles and Bell cruised to 6-0, 6-4 win at number three singles. Pros finished off the singles flight sweep for Hillsdale with a 6-2-6-2 victory. And over to the baseball diamond. After dropping game one, game two saw another dominating performance from sophomore pitcher Andrew Verbuggy. The Oilers entered Friday's second game, having scored 19 runs in the previous two games. Verbuggy iced the Finley bats to the tune of three hits and one run allowed in a nine-inning gem. He struck out five batters as he showed excellent command of all his pitches. Dylan Lottenville homered while Colin Heights went 3-for-4 with a run scored from his leadoff position. Ryan O'Hearn scored twice while Dante Toppy and Alex Waltz each had a hit and a run scored. And this week we had a very special guest inside the studio. We now welcome on Kara Violetel, a junior outside hitter on the Hillsdale College volleyball team. So Kara, 
um, let's talk about this past season a little bit before we talk about the future, because um, this past season, it was it was an absolute joyride to watch from the stands. Um, two losses in a row, and then all of a sudden you go on a 21-match win streak. What was that like in the locker room after when you're winning game after game after game? We didn't really focus on the streaks too much. We just kind of always focused game by game. Um, and taking into account, we're not better than anyone at the beginning of every day. Um, so taking that into mind, we really just came in with a killer attitude, um, focused on really being a team. And we had a lot of strong players, evenly spaced out. We had a great setter. Lindsay was huge for us this year. Um, and between nudes, Alyssa um, coming in as a freshman middle, she killed it out there. And Paige on the right side was another strong hitter. So between all the strong hitters that we had, we really were able to get a lot of solos and um, mix up the teams on the other side. They just didn't really know where we were going. So that was just a huge advantage for us, and we just had a great time taking advantage of that. When senior Jackie Langer went down with an injury, what did it say about your freshmen and how they were able to step up during the season? It was incredible, and it really just plays towards the strength of our team and that we're we're a deep team. Like we've got people that we can rely on and we know that we can go down in a game or even just have um, games where we don't play as strongly and we still have those people that have our backs. Um, and that being said, even if they're on the bench there, they're cheering for us um, with full hearts and they're always wanting us to go, but they're ready to go anytime. Um, and that's just great having that support and also just being able to know that they're there for us. What was it like, the transition to the uh, GMAC this season for you guys? It was interesting. We were very excited just to go into um, a new conference and just kind of make our way and prove our um, prove our space there. So it was a lot of fun. Um, I think it was new challenges, just trying to assert our dominance, and I think we did a decent job of that. Um, obviously not perfectly, but it was a very exciting start to the GMAC journey. Is there a little bit of you know, rivalry or edge going into the next, you know, your senior season with Finley at all. I mean, obviously some great games in the regular season, a, a thriller that ended your guys' season and moved them on to the next round. What's that rivalry going to be like next season? Oh, it's, I'm pumped. I'm so excited. I'm one of the most competitive people I know, which I got to control a lot, but I just, we always love facing Finley and everyone on the team always gets pumped up for that. Um, I think it's going to be great. We, by the end of this season, knew like half the girls' names on the Finley team just because we had seen them so many times. So it's always fun, but that competitive juice definitely is flowing as much as it can be versus Finley. So, yeah. You played Finley four, five times last season? Yeah, something like that. It was, it was, it was insane, yeah. It seemed like every other time you stepped <laughs> oh, on the yeah. court, you are facing the Oilers. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, the end of the season uh, ended against Finley. Is, is the mantra true that it's so difficult to continuously beating a team? I know they always talk about it like in the NFL where you play a team twice in the regular season and it's next to impossible to beat a team three times. Um, did you see that ring true or was the team kind of off that day? I think a little bit of both. It is so hard to beat teams like time after time because they learn where your shots are and they learn how, what kind of player you are. Um, and that is just so difficult to handle because then you got to really push out of your comfort zone and still find a way to persevere. Um, that being said, I do think that we came in a little overconfident um, in that NCAA game 
just because we had beaten them so clearly for the conference champs. And then GMAX, we squeezed it out, but we were like, okay, like that wasn't the best game, but we still got it. So if we can do that, then we can beat them in NCAAs. And I think we just did come in a little overconfident. Um, and then once it got started, I think we were a little shaky. And our coach always tells us, like, play at a level two, whereas level three is a little overexcited and the level one is a little underexcited. And I think we just didn't really hit that level two stride that we needed. Talk about what Coach Gravel has done to you uh, throughout your career, uh, really starting with your recruitment and all the way to your improvement as an All-American this year. Oh, he's done so much. Honestly, I give Coach basically all the credit, like God, my teammates, but he's done so much for me. Um, coming in, I was actually recruited mostly from my club coaches actually went here and played, um, one being an All-American here as well, Lauren Grover. Um, but they kind of instilled coaches ideals in me, um, as I was a club player and I didn't even realize that. So coming to Hillsdale, it kind of felt like a perfect fit. Um, that being said, I got here and I loved it. And he's done a great job with not only the physical game, but the mental aspect of it too. There are some players who play extremely emotionally, and you just talked about the mental aspect. Um, do, you, do you see yourself as sort of a player who, who go, gets really high and then gets down on themselves? Or how, how do you kind of stay even keeled throughout such an emotional, uh, an emotional roller coaster like volleyball is? That's actually something that Coach has worked with me on um, because coming in as a freshman, I did kind of tend to be a hothead and lose my cool just because I was so into it and so competitive. Um, going through the last three years here, I'm still still working on it, but I have gotten a lot better, better at keeping my cool um, and kind of if I do struggle, just taking a deep breath. We work a lot on um, breath control, so I really find that helpful and also a reset word just like something we say over and over in our head just to kind of keep us in place and just um, allow us to just reset and breathe. Um, so that's helped me a lot. Um, also, Coach has just been great. Like, he always has faith in um, all of our players, and just knowing that he has the belief that I can do it makes me have the belief that I can do it as well, um, which helps with the constant, like, being able to be consistent on the court. What's your reset word? Peaches. Peaches. I don't know why. It just kind of popped into my head, and that's so. That's so, what I go with. so, so, so you're you're skying. You're trying to kill it on someone. They block you. It goes back down, and instead of yelling, you just you're thinking peaches. Oh, I yell. Sadly, but then I, you're like, I do. Peaches, then, wait, peaches. Yes, peaches. exactly. In my head, it's like I can't really say peaches without like smiling or being like, "What in the world? Like, why?" So it's just kind of like a random word that can just like take all the tension away and just be like, all right, like peaches. <laughs> um, what's your vertical? Oh, shoot. I don't even know. Um, yeah, we like test it, but not in like inches specifically. So I'm not even sure. Some, something do you around, go metric? Like, do you go metric system? No, Is it? <laughs> it's just, it's a weird way, but something around probably like 27 inches or something, depending on, depending on how I'm feeling. <laughs> I think in games, I think in games it's probably closer to upwards of thirty. Mm. I'd say because you destroy the ball. <laughs> I just gotta say, like being in the crowd, um, it's very intimidating. Um, <laughs> have you ever hit someone in the face? I have, and it's the best feeling in the world. Really, I can tell you that. Describe oh, why? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, you're just like you feel like you just dominated that person, and it's great. You're just like dang is it the visualization of the other person's face that just really 
you know, makes you feel good inside? I don't know. I mean, a lot of times, honestly, Maddie Clark had a great facial the other day. And just the sound of the ball hitting that girl's face was like, honestly, something I had never heard. And I was, I was so proud in that moment. Not going to lie. <laughs> we are here with Kara Violetel on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. And we're talking spiking the ball in other people's faces. Um, and so if you get a just a, like a straight nose shot and tears start to well up, that, that's got to feel pretty good, right? Oh, 100%. Completely. You, so m- the more tears, the better? Or like, have you ever caused bloody noses? Anything like that? Not here, but I did in club season. I hit someone in the face and they like started bleeding profusely. And I'm honestly pretty sure I broke her nose, which I actually do feel bad about that one. Like, just a little bit, though. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it was her fault for trying to block exactly. you. So, yeah. Exactly. The, right. o- the other outside hitter on your team, uh, Paige Vanderwall, also an All-American this season, uh, just describe what it's like to play with another All-American. Obviously, you got that honors as well this season. You know, for Lindsay, you know, freshman center to be able to go to both of you guys. I mean, it must be pretty special playing alongside another All-American, isn't it? It is huge, honestly. And she is honest. Like, she's got to be the main reason that I'm an All-American, too. Um, just creating that split along with Alyssa Van Wienen. She was able to do that, too, with us three in front row. It's I would not want to go against us. Just all three strong hitters. Um being able to confuse the blocks because they can't cheat at all towards one hitter or the other. That really gave Lindsay the opportunity to give us a lot of solo blocks, um, which basically if you don't know volleyball very well, if you get a solo block, you are basically guaranteed to kill. Like you should, you should put that ball down. So having Paige um, be outside opposite me was tremendous and just great because we just fed off of each other's energy as well. Uh, is there a, a dynamic duo in professional sports that you can kind of, compare yourself to like are you like I don't know uh Steph Curry Kevin Durant where both of you can take over on any given night um or are you just Vanderwall and Violetel just out here killing it the double V's we are the double V's no but it's honestly it's such a team sport like I know that sounds cheesy but we won't be able to do it without anyone else Taylor Weiss getting crazy ups like it's just awesome and then Lindsay being able to really like read the hitters on the opposite side, the blockers and give us those solos. Like without anyone on the team, we wouldn't be able to do it. So it's just, it's great having everyone and having the strength of the team, of the team that we have. How hard is it to dig a, dig a kill? <laughs> it depends on the hitter, honestly. Like Taylor does a tremendous job and I know she drives me crazy half the time in practice. Cause I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to kill this. This is going to be great. And she just digs it right up. Um, but yeah, it really depends, and also like on your position. But Taylor does a great job. How I've, does Taylor do that, by the way? She's so small. I have no idea. It seems no like no idea. matter who the hitter is, she's able to you know dig she's any crazy. ball and keep any ball alive. Her little little arms, she just she just gets right under that ball and just gets everything up. It's awesome. It's like she's got to be frustrating the hitters on the other court, no matter what, because I know she drives me nuts in practice, and I can only imagine in games facing that. Kara, talk about you know now in the off season, obviously for you guys. What's the transition like? What, how does your schedule change uh, from, you know, playing all these games during the regular season now? You know, you have the offseason. Do you guys do more lifting or, you know, what's your practice schedule like? Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so for the first six weeks of our offseason, we only are allowed two hours on the court. Um, so we do that on Thursdays and just have a normal practice. Other than that, Coach has us do a lot of conditioning, um, which includes a lot more lifting. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and then a lot of sprinting. We call it, so we have zigzags, which is everyone's like, 
oh, we got zigzags today where he just sets up a bunch of cones and we just have to do sprint, like sprint to one cone, change direction, sprint to the other cone and sprint through and then jog back. And then we've got a bunch of other sprints. So it's just a lot of cardio and just getting your bodies in shape and ready to go. Wasn't there a rumor about, you know, when, when there's a lot of snow on the ground too? Does your coach text you guys the night before a big snowfall or something like that? Can you tell the listeners about that? Oh, he loves to surprise us. So he's allowed to text us anytime before 9 o'clock, um, giving us a warning that we've got a snow workout early at 6 in the morning that we have to get our leggings and uh, snow pants on and we got to go there and there's a – Nice steep little hill by the tennis courts that he just loves having us do sprints down and shuffles. And we did oh, we did log rolls this one time in the snow. And this was when we had like over a foot easy of snow on the ground. And so he goes, all right, this is what we're going to do. You're going to get in groups of three. You're going to lie flat on the ground. One girl's going to roll. The other girl's going to jump over that girl. The other girl is going to roll and you're just going to continuously do this. And we all just look at him and we're like, how are you, how are we going to do that? We have a foot of snow on the ground and we can barely get off the ground. So that was a lovely experience. And we actually have a great video of it, too. But, yeah, those are those are always fun. Coach likes mixing up our workouts. Uh, so how often is that just like when it snows very hard the night before and then 6 a.m. workout? most part he likes to kind of surprise us but um he loves snow workouts so whenever we get a decent amount of snow on the ground I'd say like over four inches he's just really itching to do a snow workout and even if he doesn't necessarily text us he'll like always hint towards it and just loves to mentally scare us (laughs) throughout the season how many times do you think that you would have a snow workout so in season, uh, which is like fall for the most part, yeah. we don't have them. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. But we don't have them. Um, even if there is snow on the ground, we wouldn't have it in mm-hmm. season. But spring season, whenever he has the opportunity, we do it. So I think we had four this spring season, um, which, you know, it was it was a great time. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I've been out of bed before 6 a.m. since probably freshman year of high school. <laughs> so um, props to you. Uh, Martin and I ask this to every guest because, uh, well, Martin plays football, obviously, but I can't comprehend how you balance being a student and being an athlete at Hillsdale. And so can you just talk about uh, academics and athletics a little a little bit? Yeah, well, I'm a biochem major here, so it's kind of wow. a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I'm taking 18 credits right now, so <laughs> that's super fun too. But um, honestly, I always came in as just kind of like, someone that always needed to have stuff done and I was very efficient and I get stressed very easily, which isn't good at all. But like in a way it's a blessing just because I like getting things done so I don't have to worry about it. So I've always kind of tried to stay on top of things, but trust me, I have had plenty of mental breakdowns. (laughs) So do you look down on the non-athletes a little bit? Like myself, I, I am freaking out about school. I don't play a sport. Um, and I'm not doing anything nearly as hard as biochem. Uh, so are you just like when people are complaining about like, oh, I've got so much homework. Well, you're not getting up at 6 a.m. and rolling around in the snow. Come on. Like you, you can get this done. Does that thought ever enter your mind? The only time that it would is like our team kind of jokes around because sometimes we'll hear like a student that doesn't play any sports be like, oh, I have so much homework or like I have no time. And we're like, um, hon, you don't have like four hours of practice after classes. So 
I think we can find a way. But, I mean, Hillsdale is super difficult, so I understand where they're coming from. But then when you think that, you just... Peaches has to come peaches, in. It's just, it's just peaches, and then you're like, okay, yep. we're we're back in it. And yeah, I, I'm doing. I'm a lot smarter than you, and I'm playing a sport, and I'm doing things harder than you are. But peaches, we're good. We're rolling. Peaches, exactly. Kara, before we let you go, um, you know, just looking towards next season, did you guys settle with any goals that you guys have for next year? We haven't really specified many goals. I think everyone on the team though is automatically. Um, going for that GMAC title again. Um, that being said, I know a goal for me and a couple of the other girls is trying to host regionals because that would be so cool. And I think that our team does have um, the ability to do that. That being said, we just got to focus on so much before it comes to that because we've got a long ways to go um, with preseason and the incoming freshmen. We've got a lot of work, so it's exciting. Kara, good luck on the rest of the offseason and in biochem. I don't know how you do that, but <laughs> yep. uh, good luck, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you for listening to another episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seavers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.